Hey guys, welcome to Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. I'm Dr. John Berardi, co-founder of Precision Nutrition, and if you're not familiar with us, over the last 15 years, we've become the world's largest online nutrition, fitness, and health coaching company. Through that time, as you can imagine, we've watched fad diets and fitness crazes come and go. But when the fads have failed and the crazes died out and people just want something that works, they turn to Precision Nutrition for things like expert coaching, guided mentorship, and online support. In this podcast, which is a mix of recorded articles, interviews, and roundtable discussions, myself and my Precision Nutrition colleagues will help make the whole nutrition, fitness, and health process work for you. Ideally, you'll discover that eating, moving, and living well can be easy and enjoyable for now and into the future. So let's get started. Hi, this is Bryce from Precision Nutrition, reading today's article, The Cost of Getting Lean, Is It Really Worth the Trade-Off? by Ryan Andrews and Brian St. Pierre. Six-pack abs, tight butts, lean, vibrant, flawless health. That's the image the fitness industry is selling. But have you ever wondered what it costs to achieve that look? What you have to do more of? And what you really have to give up? Make no mistake, there are real trade-offs as you attempt to lose fat and improve your health. Let's talk about what they are, so you can consider how to get the body you really want while living the life you really enjoy. And a bonus? We even created a cool infographic that summarizes this article. You can find it online at precisionnutrition.com forward slash cost dash of dash getting dash lean. Let's begin with a tale of two clients. Not long ago, one of our successful clients, we'll call him Bill, came to us with a question. Now that he had lost 30 pounds, going from 22% body fat to 15%, he could run upstairs and haul heavy bags of garden soil without getting winded. He could genuinely enjoy weekend bike rides with friends. He could wear clothes he used to be able to fit into but had long given up as hopeless. But what next? Don't get me wrong, Bill told us. I'm happy with the way I look and feel. It's just that he also wanted six-pack abs. Oh, I don't have to look like a cover model. It's just that I'm really close to looking awesome. Bill figured that with just a little extra work and a little more time, the abs would start popping and his physique would be finished. Meanwhile, another client, Anika, had the opposite concern. She just wanted to lose a little weight and get a little more fit, but she worried that in order to do so, she'd have to give up everything to become a health nut and make massive changes. Changes that probably included 6 a.m. boot camps, kale shakes, lemon juice cleanses, and a thousand sit-ups a day forever. No way, thought Anika. That's too much work. Our two client stories reflect two common misperceptions. Myth number one. With just a few small, easy, hopefully imperceptible changes to one's diet and exercise routine, you too can have shredded abs, big biceps, and tight glutes, just like a magazine cover model. Myth number two. Getting into shape, or losing weight, involves painful, 
intolerable sacrifice, restriction, and deprivation. Of course, neither of these are true. So here's the realities. Reality number one, the process that helps you lose the first 10 pounds isn't the same one that'll help you lose the last 10 pounds. Indeed, it usually takes a lot more work as you get leaner. Reality number two, if you do aspire to fitness model or elite athlete leanness, you might be surprised. Images are photoshopped for effect. Bodybuilders only look like that for competition. And achieving that look comes at a high cost, one most people aren't willing to pay. And here's reality number three. If you're okay not being on the next magazine cover and aspire to be lean and healthy, even small adjustments can, over time, add up to noticeable improvements. Sometimes these improvements can change and perhaps even save lives. With that said, we're about to share something a lot of people in fitness and health don't want you to see. It's a chart outlining what it really takes to lose body fat, improve your health, move from one fitness category to the next. Some fitness people think you're too afraid or too weak or that you won't buy their products and services if they're honest with you. We think otherwise. We think it's necessary to weigh the pros and cons so that you can make informed decisions about your body and your life. You can find the very cool infographic online in today's article at precisionnutrition.com forward slash cost dash of dash getting dash lean. I definitely recommend you check it out. Now at some point, many of our coaching clients decide that being severely out of shape costs them too much energy, health, quality of life, and longevity, so they choose to change their behaviors and choices, with our help. Other coaching clients decide that they want six-pack abs. Then, they discover that this option costs them something too. Some folks are willing to pay that cost, but most aren't. Even if you think you'd like that six-pack, it might turn out that you actually want something else a little bit more, and we wouldn't blame you. Here are two basic principles. Number one, if you want to make further changes to your body, you'll need to make further changes to your behaviors. And number two, the leaner you want to get, the more of your behaviors you'll have to change. What you decide to change and how much you decide to change is up to you. What's most important here is that you understand what it actually takes to do what you want or think you want. So what's a healthy level of body fat anyway? First, for the sake of context, let's take a look at some numbers. Data tells us that most men can be healthy somewhere between 11 to 22% body fat. For women, it's between 22 and 33%. Right now in the US, the average man is about 28% fat, and the average woman is 40% fat. In other words, the average adult in the US and throughout most of the West is carrying a lot of excess body fat, unhealthy levels of body fat. The good news is that it's not that hard to go from over fat to the higher end of normal. You can do it with a few relatively small, easy to implement changes. For instance, drinking less soda or alcohol each day, not overeating desserts and fast foods, 
instead just eating them in reasonable amounts, taking a walk or adding a yoga class. Assuming there are no other factors involved, such as a chronic health problem, if you make a few small changes like these and do them consistently, in six months to a year, your body fat percentage will drop and fall into a much healthier range. Cool, eh? Now, of course, not every change will feel simple, small, or easy, especially when you start out. You'll need to put a little extra effort and energy into making those changes happen every day. And having a trainer or a coach support you and hold you accountable will probably help you feel more confident and on track. Nevertheless, if the changes are small enough and you practice them consistently, you'll probably find that eventually they're just part of your regular routine. In fact, one day in the future, you might even say, I just don't feel like myself without my daily walk. So, let's talk about overweight to no longer overweight to lean. Suppose you've made a few changes like this. Maybe you pack an apple in your lunch instead of apple juice. Or you include a salad with dinner. Or you stick to one or two drinks with friends. And you're feeling good. Your knees have stopped hurting, plus your pants now button comfortably. Now you're somewhere in the zone of a little extra padding, but not too bad. You're healthier, more mobile, and high-fiving yourself. So what's the next step? Well, if you're a man who wants to reduce body fat from 20% to 14%, or let's say 14% to 8%, or a woman who wants to go from 30% to 24%, or 24% to 18%, you'll need to invest more time, energy, and effort. You'll need to plan more, and you'll also have to make some trade-offs. Now let's talk about going from lean to leaner. If you're a man and you want to go from 20% to 14% body fat, or you're a woman and you want to go from 30% body fat to 24%, it's all a question of doing more and less. You'll probably need to do more stuff such as get more exercise and daily life movement, and perhaps make that exercise more intense. Eat more vegetables and lean protein. Choose more whole foods. Do more meal planning. Get serious about rest and recovery. And learn your physical hunger and fullness cues. Plus, you'll probably need to do less stuff, such as drinking less alcohol and other high-calorie beverages, eating less processed foods, and not eating when you're not physically hungry. And you'll need to make these small changes consistently over a period of time. Many folks will decide that these changes are worth making. They want to look and feel better, get a good night's sleep, get off medications, and so forth. So they're ready to compromise. Other folks will decide they're not ready yet to make more adjustments, and that's fine too. The most important thing is that you realize, in order to change, you have to change. So let's talk about what it takes to get super lean. Well, at this next stage, going from athletically lean to bodybuilder lean, the trade-offs get even more serious. Here's something you may not realize. Elite bodybuilders getting ready for a contest and models getting ready for a photo shoot are basically in slow starvation process. Adhering to an extremely strict and precise regimen of eating and training, and perhaps adding some drugs into the mix, is the only way they can drop their body fat to extremely low levels. 
Males can get to body fat levels under 6% with this process, and females can get to under 16%, but this process is not for the faint of heart. It goes against biological cues, it requires exercising when exhausted, it demands ignoring their desire for food in the face of powerful hunger cues, it involves intense focus and dedication, and it often distracts from other areas of life that these athletes might enjoy and value. Imagine all the practical things that are involved in very strict dieting and training. You have to make your own food and measure every meal down to the last gram. That food is generally very plain. Lean protein, steamed vegetables, plain potatoes or rice. You have to carry that food with you so that you can eat at a precise time. You cannot eat in restaurants. You have to do a specific workout on a given day exactly as specified. There are no sick days, no slacking. You'll probably be training two or three times per day. You have to sleep and recover precisely. No parties or staying up late. You can't think straight because you're always hungry and tired. Your whole life revolves around making food, dieting, training, and recovery protocols. And did we mention you're slowly starving? So forget about having a sex life, social life, parenthood, school, and probably a regular job. So ask yourself, is that level of leanness worth it? Having a six-pack doesn't automatically make you healthy. In fact, getting too lean can be actively unhealthy. You might end up with amenorrhea, low libido, disordered eating, bones like Swiss cheese, social isolation, and a host of other problems. Some elite bodybuilders rely on drugs like stimulants, diuretics, and other drugs just to keep them going. Many folks even rely on cosmetic surgery, which creates its own health risks and certainly doesn't add health on its own. In short, being really lean has almost nothing to do with being really healthy. Indeed, being too focused on getting lean may lead you away from good health. Meanwhile, on the subject of those six packs, it might surprise you to learn that even among the super lean, not all abs are created equal. That's right, strip away all the excess fat and some people will never reveal a magazine cover set of abs. Why? Because quite apart from that airbrushing we referred to earlier, we're all built differently. Some folks have staggered abdominals. Some have angled abdominals. Some people might really only have four abdominals that are visible no matter how lean they get. Don't believe us? Go to any amateur physique competition for a first-hand view. Who knows, the experience might prove enlightening. It might even contribute to greater body acceptance and self-compassion. Because what you're sure to notice is that in real life, nobody's perfect. Not even elite bodybuilders and fitness competitors. So, let's talk about getting clear and getting real. Clarity is essential in change. If you think you may want to change how much body fat you have, start by getting a clear idea of where you're at. Figure out your goals and priorities. If you don't know what your priorities are, now's a great time to explore that. And decide what you're willing to do right now in order to serve those goals and priorities, and why. Decide how often and how consistently and how precisely 
you're willing to do those things. Decide what you're not willing to do right now, and why not? And in those steps, be brutally honest and realistic, yet compassionate with yourself. Now you have your action plan, and you know where you are on the cost-benefit continuum. And in the table in today's article, we've provided rough estimates for what it might take to achieve specific levels of leanness or muscularity, or even simple health improvements like getting off medications. You can check it out online at precisionnutrition.com forward slash cost dash of dash getting dash lean. Now remember, this is just a general guide. It's a start. Something to get you thinking. You may need more tailored guidance or coaching. Age, gender, genetics, medical conditions, and pharmaceuticals can all affect what you'll need to do to get and stay lean. If tracking your body fat is important to you, make sure you have a valid way to do it such as a skinfold caliper measurement by a trained professional. If you don't care and use other indicators like your belt notches, that's cool too. So here's what to do next. Number one, take the long view. Whatever change you want to make, remember, it will take time. Eating one big, rich meal won't make you wake up overweight. Fasting for 24 hours won't give you six-pack abs. A simple plan followed consistently is better than a complex plan followed intermittently. Number two, review what's involved. To reduce your body fat from unhealthy levels to healthy levels, you only need to make a few changes and follow them about 80% of the time. To go from normal to reasonably lean, you need a few more changes and a bit more consistency. You might need to eat protein and veggies at every meal and get seven or more hours of sleep 85% of the time. To go from lean to very lean, you'll have to put in more time and more effort. Plus, you'll need to follow your plan even more consistently, with almost obsessive accuracy. This means adding a few more habits, such as monitoring fat and carbohydrate intake, and exercising at least 5 hours per week 95% of the time. For instance, if you eat 4 meals per day, in any given month, you'll need to ensure that 114 of your 120 precisely calibrated meals are perfectly executed in order to achieve your desired level of leanness. That's a serious commitment right there. Number three, get clarity on what you want. Review the getting clear, getting real list in today's article online. What matters to you? What are you willing to do or not and why? There's no right answer. What's most important is that you understand what it takes to get a certain outcome. And now you have the power to choose. Healthy, athletically lean, or super lean, it all depends on your priorities and goals. Now you can make the decisions and get the body you really need while still living the life you want. Want help sorting all this out? Now this is simple stuff, but it's not necessarily easy to put into practice, especially with the consistency needed to see results. If you work in fitness, consider learning more about how to help your clients with their eating through our Precision Nutrition Level 1 certification program. And if you're looking for help and guidance yourself, we'll soon be taking a group of new clients looking for expert support, all as part of our Precision Nutrition coaching. Now keep in mind we accept a very small number of new clients every six months. 
and the spots in the program typically sell out in hours. However, those motivated enough to put themselves on the pre-sale list get to register 24 hours before everyone else. Plus, you'll receive a big discount at registration. So put your name on the list by going to precisionnutrition.com. Because as always, spots are first come, first served. And when they're gone, they're gone. Alright, this has been Bryce from Precision Nutrition, reading today's article, The Cost of Getting Lean, Is It Really Worth the Trade-Off? by Ryan Andrews and Brian St. Pierre. You can read the article online yourself at precisionnutrition.com forward slash cost dash of dash getting dash lean. Thanks for listening. Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. For more information about how to eat, move, and live better yourself, and for some awesome free nutrition and health resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook or on Twitter at InsidePN. Talk to you next time.